0: Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. I know you're probably wondering, hey, where have you been? Where have you been? I'm Michelle Davy, and this is my co-host. Where have I'm you been, co-host?
1: Girl. I've <laughs> been giving birth, but I'm
0: here today. <laughs> I have told her that she's not allowed any more maternity leave. And here she is back on the scene, back podcasting with a beautiful baby in arms. Congratulations, Christelle. Oh,
1: thank you, Michelle.
0: And thank you to everybody who sent their congratulations to Christelle. Oh, yes.
1: Thank you so much for all the love and support, and all the posts and everything. I feel I'm so overwhelmed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Christelle, because we kept it very top secret, didn't we?
1: We did. I'm acting. Yeah. I'm
0: acting like I'm the father here, but we kept it very. <laughs> <laughs> she wishes. <laughs> He has my looks. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> we've kept it, we kept it under wraps and under secret, which is why obviously recordings have been a little bit more staggered than they usually are. Yeah. But oh, yes. We're back in full swing now, aren't we? we? are back in full swing. and we're gonna do a little podcast coming up. One of our next episodes is going to be focused on well, basically pregnancy, isn't it, Christelle? And we're gonna be Talking about, you know, how family dynamics might change with the arrival of a new bubba into the household. And obviously, with siblings who are autistic or have additional needs, how that has an effect on the family. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Thought of that all by myself, Crystal. Would you like to be part of that episode? (laughs) Oh, please, please let me in. (laughs) Right. Without further ado, though, and she's been away a little while and she's such an amazing, amazing person. We spoke to Tammy right back before you started your maternity leave um tammy from instagram account adhd Mum and little miss autistic tammy has adhd and her daughter is autistic so tammy's coming on to talk about her journey being diagnosed adhd as an adult and her daughter her journey as an autistic girl let's get to it let's get it going christelle i've had enough of your voice.
1: let's go
0: (laughs) right that's us we're back in business one podcast a week please please keep in touch let us know if you'd like to come on we are crying out for guests again now we are back recording please please do reach out to us and come along just like tammy is let's bring on tammy Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Autism and Additional Needs podcast. I'm Misha Davy, and this is my co-host.
1: Hi everyone, it's Christelle.
0: Hello Christelle, we are joined today by Tammy from Instagram account ADHD mum and little miss autistic. Hello Tammy. Hi, Hi. Tammy.
2: Tammy, Hi, thank you
0: so much. Yeah, thank you so much for coming and joining us. We are super, super excited to have you on. I mean, your username there is pretty self-explanatory of what you're going to be talking about today. Yes. ADHD mum and <laughs> little Miss Autistic is your daughter. Yeah. So take us right back. So you Tammy are ADHD. Yes.
2: Yes, I am.
0: So tell us a little bit about that. When was you diagnosed? Um I'm- just anything really. I'm- tell us
2: a little bit about your journey. I was diagnosed early last May, like I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression from a teenage year, but it always felt like there was something more going on. And my daughter was diagnosed autistic at the age of two, and it was a bit of a light bulb moment then of them saying she could possibly have ADHD as well. And since then, it's always been on my mind. So last year, I decided... Yeah, I'm thinking about this quite a lot. COVID, it's made me realise there's more going on. So I got a hold of my GP and decided to go for a referral, And I was diagnosed eight weeks later.
0: Wow. So... You said that you was going to the doctor for something else. So was it kind of a misdiagnosis all these years, would you say?
2: Yeah, that is quite common with women. Um, They tend to get misdiagnosed with anxiety, depression, um, sometimes bipolar. It's just thinking basically what else could be going on, which not many women realise because it's not really as talked about in women as it is in boys and men. Going through them options of finding out what else could it be. And speaking to your doctor directly about that. Um, but it's very common for women to be misdiagnosed with anxiety and depression before they get an ADHD diagnosis.
1: Okay, so as a mum, would you yeah. say obviously you got diagnosed after you became a mum? But did it prove to be difficult? Because obviously being a mum already is the greatest job in the world, as mm-hmm. we all know, but yeah. also it is a very difficult job. Do you feel like was it the norm for you or did it did it feel like it was a lot more pressure, a lot more difficult with the diagnosis of ADHD, if that makes any sense?
2: It's a lot more difficult because with society, they expect women to be on top of everything, be on top of organising, planning, be on top of the cleaning, the housework and their jobs and everything like that. So it is a lot of pressure. And I think we put the pressure on ourselves as well because. We feel like we've got to meet the demands that society puts on us. So being a mum on top of that, it is a lot of pressure. And yeah. a lot of women do struggle and they're wondering why they're struggling. Um, and you have people who just say, basically, oh just get on with it and whatnot. Yeah. Like, when you're ADHD or neurodivergent, you got a lot of aspects into that of why you're struggling. And it's not having the right help and support there that you need, and the understanding as well.
1: Did you feel like a lot of people can be very dismissive of when you're saying how you feel, and maybe you're a bit of a overwhelmed? You find that people kind of just say, "Yeah, just get on with it." It's just everybody goes through it.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of that. I find that people just say, "Oh well, I go through this, I go through that." But the thing is, you may go through it, but it's how you experience it because for some people, they experience it more and it's it's not like it comes and goes with ADHD d it is a constant thing of when we were younger, like struggling in school, struggling with friendships, struggling with relationships, family there's a lot of struggles that people just don't really talk about, and then you get to adulthood and then becoming a an parent and you're wondering why you're struggling so much, yeah, I was going to say that about
0: school, so when you was at school, like this is a major stereotype of ADHD, isn't it? That one is ADHD is mostly boys. Like this is, I'm going from everyone else's stereotypes here. Yeah. That ADHD is boys, and it's those boys. I know we had Dan on, didn't we, Chris? And he was speaking to us about this, and he is more the inattentive ADHD. And he was sort of saying that even as a man, it's kind of a little bit sort of dismissed for him because he wasn't your out and out throwing a chair through the window like getting expelled from school ADHD do you know what I mean Um, yeah it's
2: more in yourself than outwards yeah so what what would you say school-wise how was you I'm a combined ADHD I'm both so when I was a child I was known as a tomboy I was very active wanting to do stuff I took risks not really paying attention to the dangers around me um I found it hard to connect with people. Then I had my other side, which was I was a people pleaser. I could be very like shy, quiet into myself. So it is more common in girls for inattentive, And that's why boys get overlooked for that. But then it's more common in boys for hyperactiveness. And that gets overlooked in girls. So it's two sides of the coin, really.
0: Yeah. So basically what we are saying, though, is a real awareness needs push doesn't it for this for ADHD that. in you know in both areas there um yeah. and across the board really uh, I know Christelle and I we've been speaking about this we're speaking to a few others about doing a season on ADHD so Tammy you'll definitely come back and do that with us won't you yes
2: yeah. <laughs> yes I we
0: haven't scared you so far <laughs> so we're definitely there's definitely something we're going to come and touch upon uh more is go back and do the ADHD season but what I was wondering is you said to me that you unschool your daughter do. unschool is and as a teacher explain this to me. <laughs> uh
2: so you've got like Normal school, mainstream school, STEM school, Um, you've got flexi-schooling, which is part-time, and then you've got homeschool, which is like a school, you've got routine, you've got subjects and whatnot, now you've got unschooling. Unschooling has so much freedom, it's less demanding, it's child-led learning, child-led interests, and say you have a child who had PDA or ODD, who struggles with demands or anything like that, they won't be able to do like homeschooling where you go got routine and you've got to learn for a set hours because that demand can cause really bad anxiety in them. And it can make them more defiant against you. Um, so with us, with my daughter, she struggles with demands. Um, we reckon she's got PDA or ODD. So we found child-led learning is the best learning for her and we do a lot of like life skills as well of like cooking shopping and stuff like that and basically going off her interests which always change like she's always got that one interest of fish and when she was in school she struggled learning because they didn't take an interest in her interest so using her interests in different categories can really help her learning and get her to be motivated to learn about it. With unschooling, it is just child-led learning and going by their needs, what they can handle. Because at the end of the day, my daughter knows her own limits. She knows if she can do this right now or if she's having a bit of a mental block, she's not going to sit and concentrate. So it's going by her limits as well.
1: But what would you say to people who just say, no, this, come on, come on. That's not right. She's not learning. She's not going to school. You're not doing your job. You're not sending her in. How do you deal with that kind of criticism? Obviously, you know your daughter better than anybody. How can Um, you explain it to other people? And can you say, how has this helped her on schooling?
2: Basically, you can learn from your environment. You can learn anything and everything from the environment you're in. You can learn maths from bacon. because you're learning about measurements and everything. You can learn about money by doing shopping you but it's not just the normal math but you're also learning the life skill which schools do not teach you they don't teach you how to do your finances your tax your housing or anything like that so on top of learning you're also learning how to basically do daily stuff in life i think that is very important because a lot of kids struggle when they hit their teenage years because they're not getting that support they need because schools don't do it.
0: And I think a lot of kids, they went into that during, during the, the lockdowns. The lockdown. um, but you, Tammy, you were leading the way for us, yes. us <laughs> locked down parents. Because I'm, I'm thinking that people might be thinking, oh, you know, that must be something that come out of lockdown. But actually, you were doing that before lockdown, weren't you?
2: Yes, yeah, so my child, um, she really struggled in the school environment. She went for flexi time and like flying. So, how long was, was really she in school? Basically, just for a diagnosis. And then she went to nursery, and that's when she went to a special needs nursery, which was Stepping Stones, which were brilliant, with it. absolutely brilliant. And she loved the kids there. Now, my daughter, she prefers neurodivergent children. She doesn't like neurotypical because they're so unexpected with her. So loud, there's so many of them in a the class. So, going up to nursery, that was a huge problem for her. We had to in flying start then for about an hour and a half in the afternoon. Because she just, there was so much overwhelming her in school that it was affecting her sleep, her appetite, her behaviour. She was really, really struggling. So it came to the point of we're going to homeschool. We already knew this was an option and we are going ahead with it because my daughter's mental health does matter. And it does matter that Mm. it's affecting the rest of her life. How
1: did you feel when um, your daughter was diagnosed with autism? Did you feel like? you know, you understood her because you have a diagnosis yourself or...
2: You wouldn't have had, had it at that nice point though, would you? No, but I I accepted it. When mm. my daughter was um, premature and we lived in the hostel for a month because she was born with coenolatresia, which is Blockage in both nostrils, so we had to stay in hospital with her. And just before leaving, the doctor pulled aside and said she is more likely to have the diagnosed autistic, ADHD, learning disabilities, possibly dyslexia as well. So when he told us that, I. Like, a lot of parents do worry, but for me, it was like, okay, that's fine. And it's the same as her diagnosis. When they said that she's autistic, she has sensory processing disorder, and it was like, okay, fine. (laughs) That's who my daughter is. Yeah. But I think it's the fact that a lot of parents have expectations on who their children are meant to be, whereas with me, my child is who she is going to be. Oh, that's lovely to me. So it's a mental kind of way of looking at it
0: yeah oh yeah. thank you so much Tammy we cannot wait to do more and talk to you more <laughs> there's so much here we could have like a different like six seven different episodes here Tammy yeah. so yeah. I think yeah. yeah let's have you back and we'll definitely talk we're going to delve more into the ADHD and I know as well I'd love to have you on with one of our past guests who still messages me actually um Emma do you remember Emma Christelle when she homeschooled and she's like oh, yes. a real Real, just a fight trying to get a diagnosis for her son who's autistic um that'd be great if we could maybe perhaps do a yeah do an episode together because uh, i know she she'd she'd love some support but um yeah, no thank you so much Tammy. it's been amazing where can we find you on instagram
2: uh on my instagram you've got my page which is adhd mom and little miss autistic and i just created a support page on facebook called the adhd cutch where it's to share information, groups um, like my friend Cindy. She's in Canada, and a lot of her stuff I share because she's she was diagnosed ADHD two months before me, and she has she's more the adult side of things right now because her son is dual diagnosis of ADHD and autism. So we both share a lot of information between us on Facebook to help support people and just to have that information out there to. Help people. Brilliant. Thank you
0: so much. And we'll speak to you again very soon. Thanks, Tammy. Thanks. Bye. Bye. So interesting, Christelle, honestly, wasn't it?
1: It was. And it's just um, hearing from a mum who has ADHD and also for her parenting an autistic girl. So thanks, Tammy, for all the information and for sharing
0: yeah definitely and also i think as well adhd is so so something that we have been concentrating a lot it, Christelle? we've had so many discussions about this um and i know we've had lots of guests and we were speaking to them before christelle went and had a baby but guys if you want to get back in touch we'll reach out to you again please please we'd love to do a whole season we had dan didn't we who has adhd he was fantastic i mean it is a you know something that we get messaged about a lot so please please do reach out to us we do get asked a lot of questions when people and we approach people and they approach us about recording so I thought we'd just talk about that a little bit so okay. if you would like to come onto the podcast it's really easy we just you know we do our chats over yep. zoom and um, we don't and take all too we, much of your time it, we really don't they're very short 15 to 20 minutes maximum really isn't it Christelle um and everything's edited and you know there's it's not going out there live or anything like that as poor Tammy has probably realized (laughs) I think we recorded that in January So,
1: and most people tell us that it is mostly like a therapy session so (laughs) come on down it's like a talk among friends a talk between
0: friends yes it is a talk between
1: friends baby brain you know don't be intimidated just come and have some fun Let's get some um, information out there, some awareness raised. Come on down.
0: Let's rejoin Join the fun. Let's talk autism podcast. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say join the fight. I was gonna say what? <laughs> you gotta fight. Christelle used to sing this at school all the time. Oh, yeah, I'm
1: right. Hey. <laughs> say
2: bye. Hey. No and on me. that
0: note, <laughs> yeah, no party for you, Christelle. The only part you're doing is late night feeds. Welcome back to that world.
1: The wiping of the bottom. Of
0: How are you, Christelle? Are you tired? I'm a little bit
1: tired, but it's not as bad as, you know, the first, the first time you, you, you become a parent. But I am, I am a little bit tired, but, you know, I'm not complaining. I'm just so happy not to be pregnant anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm retired now, guys. I have retired. I've been, you know, popping children for the last 10 years. I think it is time
0: that I put me first. <laughs> are you not going for baby number 14? No, God willing, no. It's time to work on that summer body, Christelle. Summer's oh. coming. The weather is oh shining. God.
1: Please, anyone <laughs> got any tips on how I can lose weight without having to exercise, Christelle, And without, without without having to starve? you know, sliding my diet, or
0: or or drink a concoction of vegetables? What? With you know, like what you got those people that like try and sort of sell you like these magical elixirs of like. Yeah. I don't know. And they just make you like poo out a kidney and then
1: <laughs> <laughs> a whole kidney. Damn. <laughs> there we go.
0: There's half a stone gone. Oh, I yeah. just reckon the kidney. Now, my yeah. dad had his kidney removed once. And I said to him, I wish dad you'd weighed yourself before you went into the, you know, with the kidney, two kidneys. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when you come out, if you'd weighed <laughs> yourself again, you'd know how much your kidney weighed, but you wouldn't do it. Really? Very I mean.
1: interesting. Um, I did it with
0: my, gall, with my gallbladder. my
1: gallbladder out, Did you lose anything?
0: Yeah, three pounds.
1: Oh, that's not... No, come on. A whole gold bag, only three pounds? Like a little
0: bag of marbles. I asked them if they could show it to me, but they wouldn't.
1: It's not worth it for me. Come on, get me a good 30 pounds off when we're talking. (laughs) (laughs) Then we're talking.
0: Well, basically, you have just lost... How much was Baba when he was born?
1: 6.2 pounds, but it doesn't feel like I've lost it.
0: And they say that the afterbirth is the same weight.
1: Well, know. Is
0: it the same is it the same with C section? No? No? Yeah, of course it is. You still have to remove that as well. You know, yeah. um I mean, don't
1: make me feel silly.
0: Did you have you ever seen those companies that make the afterbirth into jewelry? <laughs> <laughs> well, a jewelry? No. Well, surprise for you when I, you, a when a I come first down to see late. you in London next week. No, I was, say I was to <laughs> I spoke okay. to. I spoke to. Oh <laughs> gosh. I've got
1: (laughs) I've got you a piece of jewelry, mate. (laughs) Yeah, you can have it. I'm gonna present that to you. You present it to me. I'll re-gift the gift. I'll re-gift it to you. (laughs) This is what what happens me with you always.
0: Thanks. This is what happens when we haven't podcasted for a while. Christelle brings Mm. out the the insane talk, I like to call it, the riffraff talk. Nobody's learning anything from this, Christelle. We're here to learn, we're here to we're here to help spread awareness. Not talking about your afterbirth anymore. Right. Oh. On to another week. Yes.
1: Okay. To Okay. Have a lovely, lovely, lovely. You get week. some sleep.
0: Oh, you can't gotta be up every three hours feeding the baby. Don't worry. Goodness. Think of me. I will do. Right, that's it, everybody. We'll see you same time next week. No, we won't because there isn't the same time next week. I'm not on the radio. We (laughs) will have a new episode for you next week. There's no time. You can listen (laughs) to us anytime, anywhere, on any podcasting platform. Find us on Instagram at the Let's Talk Autism Podcast. You can find Christelle at Chrissy Baby10. Can't find me at the moment because I've deactivated my Instagram account, but I might Uh pop back up. And if I do pop back up, I'll be at the Cockney Blog Girl. Mm -hmm. toodles everybody bye Bye. i'm not excited you are